the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Country artist Donica Knight joins me on the show now. She is working on her EP, which is called Can't Buy a Southern Girl. But we have the opportunity to hear the first single, which has been released now to country radio. There's also a video for the song called Love Ain't a Prize. And it's a great song, which you will hear for yourself here on the show. Welcome to the show, Donica. Hey there. Hey, Canada. Hello, everybody. And hey there, Dave. It is great to have you here. All of Canada and everybody listening online uh, welcomes you to the show along with myself. Before we get started, Donica is such a wonderful name. Tell me about the origins of that. Is this like, do you, are you the only one with the name or is it, to, where, where did it come about? Well, um, I have met another person named Donica and strangely she lives up the road from me. She was a waitress and I was like, oh my gosh, we have the same name, <laughs> but she spells it differently. But Donica, it means morning star. That's oh, wow. the physical name of it. And, but I was named after my father, uh, Don. So Don Donica. And that's where um, my name came from, was after him. And I just uh, am real excited about it because uh, it is a, di- a unique name. Mm-hmm. It is. I love it. It's got a, it just sounds nice. Rolls off the tongue, Donica. It's just, it's wonderful. Your voice is wonderful too. When Michael Stover sent me the uh, single "Love Ain't a Prize," I think it was the song, or it might have been the video directly, which is great as well. But when I heard your voice and this song, I thought, "Wow, this is a great song," and you sing it so well. We started writing "Love Ain't a Prize" last year, and um, it was written with a guy named Chris Boss and my producer Jim Huff. 
and Jim is actually Canadian, so uh, mm-hmm. maybe those in Toronto and in Canada um, are familiar with him. Uh, but Chris came into the songwriting uh, meeting, and he had this this awesome lyric line, Love Ain't a Prize. And I just I fell in love with it because uh, it had a lot of meaning to me, and it had just a powerful message behind the song. And I said, that is it. I, that's exactly what I want to say. And uh, we spent several hours and days and weeks working on it. Um, and uh, it was recorded in Los Angeles. And it was the first time that I ever recorded in L.A. Because uh, I'm I'm from Alabama. And mm-hmm. down in Alabama, I just went to Nashville and was recording around those parks. Because right. it was right up the road from me. Uh, but I wanted to do something different, and I really wanted to write and work with Jim Huff. And in uh, our first song and single that we that we uh, started recording and writing was "Love Ain't a Prize," and um, I'm just honored that that is my first song. And it's very I, I love Aretha Franklin, and I wanted mm-hmm. to get like a powerful message behind. Um, something that Aretha might want to say and something that there's something about her that I like and um, so that's an influence of mine and I wanted to portray that in a song and and have a a powerful message so it's called My Love Ain't a Prize and we're going to play that song in just a short bit and our listeners are going to hear how great it is you you mentioned Aretha Franklin as an influence can you name us uh, some other of your influences that Donica that got you excited about pursuing music big fan of Bonnie Raitt. Are you familiar with Bonnie? Love Bonnie, one of my favorite songs, I Can't Make You Love Me. Yeah, that was written by Mike Reed. Um, That's right. Yeah, we were talking about him earlier. But yeah. I just love Bonnie's voice. Uh, I love what she says in her in her songs. Um, she's a bad A uh, slide guitar player. And right. she's just got this raw meat behind her voice that I just my heart just gravitates to it, and I just I love it. Um, but another person that I, I really enjoy as an artist um, and as a performer is it Canadian Shania Twain, Miss Shania awesome. Twain. I think she's fabulous. Um, she I cool? love what her clothing and uh, how she dresses, and, and I love um, watching her uh, perform live and the movements that she has and the crew that she has and um, the meaning behind their songs. They're very women-powered, and um, I, I just loved Shania Twain growing up, and I love her now. I had tickets to go see her when she went on tour, and unfortunately I couldn't go, so my tickets had, I had oh. to give them away because um, I was looking forward to it all summer, and then I was booked for a show. So you got you got to roll with the work, you know. But those but are two a, females that I absolutely yeah. love. But I'm a rock and roll girl, too. I love... Uh, uh, ACDC and Led Zeppelin and Credence Clearwater Revival. So I love like the guy rock bands. Great to bring all those influences into your music because I can hear in your voice there is that rock edge and that passion in your voice as well. You really put a lot into your singing. Thank you. Um, I- I'm glad that you you pointed that out. I definitely put my heart into it and um, I-, I just love it what I love to do and hopefully I can continue doing this uh, 30, 50 years from now. 
When was the first moment for you, Donica, whether it was on stage or whatever the situation was, where you got the confidence, you had a moment, you were singing, and you thought, I can do this? Well, I definitely remember when I felt that um, my eggshell kind of broke. Um, I was singing at a sorority-fraternity party, and it was uh, a party for the University of Alabama. But it wasn't at Tuscaloosa. It was kind of in the outskirts of Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm. And we were a couple of songs into the set, and um, I had performed several times before then, uh, and always kind of got the jitters. And then I I was standing there, and it just kind of, flashed over me and my 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 little shell cracked and and it, it hit me that I was in control that the the crowd wow. wasn't in control though that I'm in control of the crowd and um and that I can do this and and once that little shell broke I just started having fun because I wasn't um nervous about the crowd anymore um cuz you know, and you you want everybody to have a good time, or at least I do. I, w- I want everybody to go and come and watch a show and, and leave impacted in some way or say, man, I had a lot of fun. And I, I just want people to escape for the moment and enjoy their time. So I always had, like, a lot of pressure before shows, and then it just, it was a couple of years ago that just kind of went whoosh over me that, uh, wow. Donica, once you start having fun, everybody has fun. So just don't worry about everybody else and just worry about you and your and your band and and have a good time. And I think that's the key key to a successful entertainer, exactly how you described it there, Donica, having fun, being in control, relaxed enough that you're not worried. Just everything you said there to me defines a great entertainer. You interview a lot of great entertainers, so I'm, I'm sure you know the answer way better than me. Um, I just know that... That's what that was the moment and the aha moment for me that that changed my life and made right. me actually thoroughly enjoy every moment that I'm on the stage. I, I love it. I love performing, whether it's for nobody and it's just for myself. Because mm-hmm. I've always thought if you can't entertain yourself, then you can't entertain anybody. So True. a lot of times wow. I, I practice in front of the mirror and I, I try to entertain myself. Um, but then I love doing that, and then I love performing for thousands of people. It's just, it's just a great, um, a great thing. It's a blessing. We're going to turn to that song now, the single that's out now that's getting such a great reception. There's a video to go along with it. You can check out at DonicaKnight.com or directly at YouTube. We're going to come back, Donica, and talk about Ronnie Millsap and songwriting, and we'll talk about uh, more about your producer, Jim Huff, who is a Canadian in L.A. now, a producer-songwriter. Let's hear that song now from my guest, Donica Knight. This is Love Ain't a Prize on In the Country. My love ain't a prize. My love ain't a prize, can't buy this woman. My love ain't a prize, and I reckon I know. Cause mama taught me so, you cannot buy it. My love ain't a prize, I'll be an open book if you treat me right. But my love ain't a prize, no, you sure can't buy it. Ooh, give me something I need to keep my soul alive. What I want is in your heart, living in your arms and eyes. But you can't buy this southern girl, 
And that is Alabama's own Donica Knight. The song is called Love Ain't a Prize, and that is so catchy. I love the vocals on that again, Donica. I've got to uh, commend you on the way you sing that song. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Um, I know that we that you wanted to ask a couple of questions, but this is something that I, that I learned about myself. Um, I, I started off performing and before I started recording, and so it took a long time to, to capture what I do live in the studio, um, mm. so I was just really excited about Love Ain't a Prize, and then have an EP coming out next year, and all yeah. these songs, uh, they're 100% me, and they're they're what I sound like live, and it just took me some time to, to grasp that, because it's so different singing with headphones on versus singing with earbuds and a right. monitor, because that's what I'm used to. I yeah. like I'm old school. I like monitors on the ground. I like earthy feel where I can hear the crowd and what they say to me because I have in-ears, but it's just not the same as that whole monitor. And That's interesting. And that, what a transition, as you said, from uh, performing live into the studio. A lot of people, I'm sure, don't think about that as far as you know, fans, but to, to capture what you do on stage in a whole different environment. You don't have a crowd and you're you know, in the confines of a studio. Yeah, and just think about it. Like, I'm talking to you right now. There's nothing over my ears, and that's what I do when I go sing live, and that's this is how I sound to myself when I'm singing live. But when I go and put a hand over my ear and I cup it, it's a completely different sound than what you're used to without your hand over it. And right. so um, it's just a, it takes some time. It took me some time to get used to it. And uh, so I'm just I'm glad that I, I got that under my belt, and I can't wait to continue recording and 
getting more songs and continue writing and continue performing. It's so exciting, and that's the EP, Can't Buy a Southern Girl. We'll talk about it more in just a moment. But I wanted you to mention, because you know, people listening to the show love Ronnie Millsap, huge country legend, uh, great voice, a lot of soul in his country. You had a chance to work with Ronnie. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. I can't believe I actually had the opportunity to work with Ronnie. He was one of the first um, quote-unquote stars that I ever met, and um, I was working with his producer, um, Rob Galbraith, and Rob was teaching me how to to work on a microphone, and um, we recorded some some great tunes, and he said, I'm going to send it to Ronnie, and just, Ronnie's got the golden ears, and I'm going to just send it, his send this work over to him, and let's see if he, what he says about it, just, uh, we won't ask him to do any songs or anything like that. And whenever Ronnie heard my voice, he he loved the raspy tone in it and said, I want to do mm-hmm. a, a duet with that girl. What kind of songs wow. do you have? And turns out uh, he he liked a song that I wrote, which was just, it just melted my heart because having Ronnie Millsap cut your own song, and I, nobody, I just started writing, and it was like a stamp of approval that Ronnie liked it and that he approved of my voice, that he wanted to work with me. And so I went over to his house, and uh, and he's, he sounds just like he does on record. He's got this very distinctive tone that just, when you hear it, you know that that's Ronnie. And he has this incredible laugh, and he laughs all the time. And it just <laughs> makes me smile because it's his his laugh just like, it gets you, and it, it hits your heart. And luckily we caught that on uh, on the record when we were recording that um, that vocal. He was laughing a lot, and I was like, ooh, Rob, make sure you, you snap, snap that. So we got it. And, um, man, he was just such an inspiration to work with, and he's so positive. He's a positive man, and he loves his fans, and he loves his, his family and his wife. And um, for somebody to... That has had, I think he's had 40 number one hits. Uh, for somebody that has such great uh, reputation and who would give a, an artist without a name and that just got mm-hmm. started, an opportunity like I got to work with him um, just speaks wonderfully about his character and that he wants other people to succeed and that he helps others. And um, he's just a great guy. The minute you start Now, I want to talk about Jim Huff, who you uh, have written with, and he produces your songs in yeah. L.A., as you mentioned, coming coming from Millbrook, Alabama, to L.A. Uh, and Jim Huff is from Canada. You talked about earlier. What what does uh, Jim bring to the studio that brings out such a great performance in you? Yeah. Well, 
all these Canadians, y'all are super <laughs> friendly. And so when you first meet Jim, you become his friend. He's just super friendly, so you feel comfortable with him. So being in the studio with him, there's no nails biting or scratching on the, the – it's just comfort. You feel very comfortable because you're, you're with a friend. And so he can push you in ways mm. that um, other people may not be able to because he he becomes your friend. And um, he really spent the time to find out what it, what it was I was looking for, what I wanted, and he was very focused on what I wanted instead of what he wanted. And that's something that I'm so grateful for because I know this is me. And it's 100% everything that I've been wanting to do. And it that's what made him different, is that he focused on what it was that I wanted. And that I wanted to sound like, like I do live. And that I wanted to say words. And I, I wanted to write my music. And so um, the reason I contacted him was four years ago, uh, I listened to a thousand songs, a thousand songs, and wow. there was about five of them that I said, I love these songs, and it might be something I would be interested in recording. Yeah. Why do I like these songs? Well, for some reason, there is a dude named Jim Huff that was the songwriter on all of those songs, so I knew oh, I wanted to write with him because there's something about his writing that I liked. And so um, I contacted him four years ago via MySpace, and uh, he thought I was yep, either I remember those days. or I was really serious. And um, <laughs> so when I met him, his wife made sure that she came to the meeting to make sure I wasn't a stalker. <laughs> and they both found out real quickly that I was very serious, that like right. I really listened to a thousand songs, and there's something about your writing that I that I connect to and where you go musically and lyrically and so, uh, fortunately, last year I came up to uh, Los Angeles, and for several months we just were in the writing room, and we just we wrote. We, I met some of his friends that he likes to write with, and we just wrote, 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 and um, that's where all, this entire EP came from. And we have several other songs that we didn't get the opportunity to record, but uh, maybe one day we will, and I, I just am glad that I found somebody that I connect with lyrically and musically um, and that listens to me um, and what it, what it is that I want to capture. Um, and he's Canadian. And so I, I'm used to hearing uh, out, how, how y'all say out. <laughs> and I noticed how you said Donica Knight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so a Canadian I, I, accent. I love the Canadian accents. Yes. And A, does he still, a? has he lost his A? Or he no, still has it? no. He doesn't use it all the time, but every now and then, if he if he's had a, a little tequila, you might hear some a coming out uh, here and there. That's hilarious. What can you tell us? So you mentioned uh, Jim Huff, and of course the EP "Can't Buy a Southern Girl." Uh, we know "Love Ain't a Prize," which is a great song from it. People can check it out at iTunes as well and download it. But what uh, what else can we expect on that EP? Yeah, well. I told you I met Jim four years ago, and it was a two-day trip to Los Angeles, and we started writing a song called Stomp. And years had gone by, and I, and I had just stayed in contact with Jim, and it hit me last year. I was like, 
Stomp is the one song I've never gotten out of my head. And I I have got to finish it. I said, we, we never finished it, and it's always been in my head. And so this record has a lot of songs that I've, that I've been writing for a couple of years that, that I've always wanted to finish. And so you're going to hear some songs that I've, that's been in my brain and in my heart for years that, that I've been wanting to say and that I've finally finished them to the point that I was proud for people to hear them. So this next year you can hear um, what it is, what I've been starting as, where I started and where I've come from since I began doing music as a career. Well, you're going to hear some horns, which is different. That um, I haven't put any horns in some songs yet, so i got some saxophone and some horns, and you, you knew Love Ain't a Prize had a banjo. Just a, a bunch yeah, of different instruments that I love is going to be on this new record, and I'm proud for people to hear that. We are so looking forward to hearing the EP, Can't Buy a Southern Girl, Donica. I can't wait, because uh, Love Ain't a Prize is such a great song, and I've enjoyed sharing it on the show, and I know our listeners will enjoy it, and they'll look forward to uh, heading to iTunes to get it for themselves. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, Donica. Thank you for having me, Dave, and thank you, Canada, and in the country for listening, and um, I just appreciate the interview. Oh, thank you so much. It was great having you here. Great to chat. My guest has been Alabama's own Donica Knight. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. <laughs> 